Welcome to the Hero Realm. I'm Josh Brown. I'm Nick Ross. And after a bit of a week break, we are back for some more news and notes. And here we go. So before we get into the shows, we actually do have a little bit of news that came up over this past couple weeks, mainly concerning the Flash 150th episode, which actually won't be until episode 17 of this season. Yeah, we just we just hit, hit 140, so we've got 10 to go. Yeah, so mainly it's already been confirmed that they have cast someone as Bart Allen, also the aptly named Impulse from the future. Which, funny thing is, in the comics, Impulse was actually Barry Allen's grandson. Mm. But in this, he'll actually be he and Iris's son. Right. So we've got that. Jay Garrick will also be in that episode. Yep. And rumor has it that X that Excess will be yep. returning as well. Nora Westell. Yes. So we don't really have any information on what's going to happen throughout this 150th episode, but I think from what I've been hearing, the season's been shortened to 18 episodes, yeah. mainly just because of the fact so they can get back, get on back. Track next year. Right. This fall. Yeah. So yeah, it'll be the episode before the season finale. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the 150th episode, that's really the only news that we have on that, but should be interesting. Yep. So, you know, like I said, that's really the only news. So, so. We, we can just jump right into Batwoman then since we're on here. Yeah. Um, so mainly this past episode of Batwoman was titled Time Off for Good Behavior. So we know that's normally deals with prisons, yep. obviously. But the synopsis, the synopsis itself, a new villain, Kilovolt, attacks the new community center and Angelique gives up names in Forbes assassination. So, mainly what we have is, it was it Sophie's sister that was starting the community center? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, they started the community center mainly to have a place where students could go to learn that wasn't necessarily school in general yeah. or whatnot. Yeah. Well, at the pretty much the open house for this community center... It ends up getting attacked mm-hmm. by a guy with a very powerful gun. Yeah. <laughs> Practically splits it in half, more or less. Yeah. So we find out that this, well, this person, along with many others, have mainly just been getting let out of prison to go destroy a center of some sort yeah. and then pretty much back in. So what's happening is they're pretty much trying to keep the crime rate up so people at the prison don't lose their jobs. Well, the guy, well, there was, was he a therapist of some sort that was letting him out? Yeah. And he's letting them out to have them destroy whatever center has been mentioned. And then so-and-so, yada, yada, yada. Well... Mainly, Luke, Mary, and Ryan are pretty much investigating all this, and pretty much they end up coming up with what ends up happening. And as this is going on, there's also a new drug out on the streets mm-hmm. by the name of Snakebite. Yeah. 
So pretty much sort of a callback to Black Lightning and Green Light. Green Light, yeah. Any, yeah then what was the one on Arrow? Uh, Vertigo. Vertigo, yeah. So every seems like every show has a good street drug that, right. they, that, they, that they use a lot. So, yeah, Vertigo. Well, not Snake Vertigo. Bite. Snake Bite. Yeah. Well, Jacob Kane gets infected with it. Yeah, he ends up seeing, uh, well, actually, a vision of himself rescuing Beth as she is when she's a child. So it's like it makes you like hallucinate memories that you want to have, that you want to see, right? Or even not even so memories, even just scenarios that you wish would have happened in your life, right? So it makes you want more. Like, oh, I want these good memories and good good images in my head. So that's why that's what he sees when he's injected. That's what he sees. Now he wants to see that again. Yeah, because as we know from season one, the actual memory of Beth as a child, she's locked in that basement yeah. of the ma- the mask making guy. Yeah, his yeah, house. The, yeah, that's where she. Yeah, and then he runs in there and saves her, which we know didn't happen. But right in his, you know, drug induced uh, coma. Well, whatever it is, he he sees that. Right. So yeah, mainly it's just. It's mainly just a drug that makes you hallucinate memories that yeah. you would want to have. Yeah. So, which I wonder if Alice were to get injected with that, what she would end up seeing. I don't know. But <laughs> it'd be something that she would like to see. Though, right. That's what makes the drug so, you know, enjoyable. So, mm-hmm. So, mainly, besides all that, we're pretty much at the point that Ryan figures out who, well, Brian, Luke, and Mary pretty much all figure out who's releasing the prisoners and then putting them back. But after that, she goes to speak with Angelique and convinces her to give the names of the people who actually assassinated General Forbes. Mm-hmm. The magazine? No. <laughs> No, the general or the commissioner that was killed in the previous episode. And from that, well, she ends up being put in witness protection and they're heading to the safe house. Well, she gets kidnapped by Black Black Mask's men. Yeah. Try saying that three times fast. (laughs) So, and that's where the episode pretty much ends. She was talking to her and then next thing you know, silence. So, anything else we want to add for Black Lightning? Or, not Black Lightning, Batwoman. I think we pretty much covered it all. Okay. So, now on to Black Lightning. Yes. The backdoor pilot for the painkiller. So, first of all, Black Lightning, not in this episode at all. Right. It was just, obviously, it's about painkiller. And then, um, Anessa and Grace. Grace. So, they're on their honeymoon in this, I don't know what this place is. It's like Um, a futuristic kind of. I think it may have been futuristic China, maybe. Yeah, it's like. Something yeah, it's all yeah, it's like China in the future. So mm-hmm. it's really weird, but so that's where we find the um, where Black or Painkiller pain has been hanging out because he's trying to figure out his dual personas of himself and Painkiller. Yeah, and he was trying to get away from everybody he loves because he's programmed to kill all the Pierce family. Mm-hmm. So he wants to get as far away from him as possible. So him and Painkiller kind of try to work this balance out to coexist peacefully i guess yeah so well so when this when they're as he sees um anessa there on their honeymoon his painkiller operative kicks over and he tries to kill her so she gets almost near death and gets you know and so she's put in this 
coma state with all these people trying to, you know, help you know, bring her back to life. Yeah, which one thing I like is that whenever we see the pretty much mental just him speaking with painkiller, it's like he's either reading or meditating. Yeah. And painkiller is just He's just like, Come on, let's go kill somebody. Right. <laughs> but yeah. Which, funny thing is, I know that most of the CW backdoor pilots haven't been very successful. I have a feeling this one might be, just because of the fact that whereas most of the most of the backdoor pilots have had somewhat low ratings, this one actually had a rating of 8.1 out of 10. Yeah. it, And with the fact of, well, I know they did. I would say with the fact of Black Lightning ending, they need something to fill its spot, but they did that with... Uh, arrow in the canaries show mm. that didn't work out right so i don't know if it's gonna get picked up or not because but, i know that one show that we have coming in already is naomi but that's one that doesn't even have a backdoor pilot for us to really right. that was from what arrow no this one i think is one pretty much on its own but it was the character on arrow Honestly, no. Okay. Well, I think it's just a character that's in DC that okay, we really don't, we just don't know anything yet. about. Okay, I wouldn't try. The only thing I do know for a fact from what I've been hearing is that this might actually bring, with the Naomi series, it might actually bring the multiverse back into play. Mm. But that's really the only yeah. thing that we really know about that. But, but anyway, back to the the episode. Um, right. <laughs> so, so then when Painkiller and Khalil kind of, you know, assume like see what's happening. They realize he's, you know, Khalil's convincing them we have to save the, you know, try not can't we can't kill him. We have to save these people. So they kind of set this sort of agreement, and then so they go out and you know, big he like takes down like half of the lobby full of people. Yeah. <laughs> so him and then he he does a little bit, and then Painkiller takes over, and then he just gets, keeps just killing people, which. He's actually killing people, though. It's not like on the other shows where they just knock them out and get arrested later. Right. And come, no, he's actually, he's like Deadpool. Yeah. He's like a, like a anti-hero. Mm-hmm. So he's, he's killing people, but he's doing it for the right reasons. Yeah. <laughs> so he, uh, when they eventually, uh, you know, rescue Grace, who was kidnapped by these people who are, they've been, who are doing experiments on people's brains. And when they see like how Grace is a metahuman and how her brain is just crazy different than the rest. Mm-hmm. So the person in charge eventually gets away and Khalil slash painkiller tries to go after them. And the, as the building's like exploding and they just finally commit, no, don't It's not worth it. We get go later. So, so they escape the building as it implodes. The leader of this new cult group gets away and then painkiller and Anessa kind of say, you know, go say their goodbyes. And now he's, on a mission to try to track down this person and figure out what they're doing. Which we do find out at the very end of the episode, that person is actually the daughter of Odell. Yep. She is Odell's daughter, <laughs> which I forgot of whatever happened to him. And like, like we haven't well, seen him in a while. Mainly originally Khalil was going to kill him, right. but then he just mainly injured him to the point that yeah, we hadn't seen him in like, I don't think this whole season. Yeah. We haven't seen him since back when Khalil was going to kill him. Yeah. <laughs> so now we see her, being the daughter of him talking at the end. And so now we got lots of questions that may never get answered if it doesn't get picked up. Right. But like I said, I feel that it will get picked up just because of the rating it got. Mm-hmm. But then again, we also know that CW, CW backdoor, backdoor pilots, pilots or, or 
were not good so far. Yes. Over, over three. Because Supernatural had two. Mm-hmm. And the Canaries didn't work. Now we'll see how this one does. I hope it gets picked up. It was pretty interesting. Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, and Green, Green Arrow and the Canaries. I just hope that we get some closure to what happened at the end of that episode. Yeah, because William's still, like, unknown what happened to him in the future. I mean... Yeah, we know that the Legends are going to be facing off against aliens this coming season, which yeah. I was right about that. Yeah, they could take a uh, an episode to go and rescue William, William. in the future. <laughs> yeah. To tie up loose ends. Like, yeah. Supernatural. Once, once they realized the Wayward Scissors wasn't get picked up, they kind of wrapped that up. Mm-hmm. But, so hopefully then if this painkiller show gets picked up, then they can continue on with that storyline. If not, then... With Black Lightning ending, they don't really have a show to go in and kind of end the story. Yeah, and I think for the Wonder Girl series to get picked up, I think either Painkiller or one of the other two backdoor or one of the other two spinoffs that are that have been announced needs to be picked up as well. Yeah, and I mean, there's a spinoff for All American that we don't know a whole lot about, and then there's also a spinoff for Nancy Drew that we haven't even we haven't seen the character yet, right? That centers around, but that's supposed to be some point this season. We just don't know when. Which it almost kind of feels weird that a spinoff for Nancy Drew has been announced with the fact that Nancy Drew has already been renewed for another season, right? So I figured that the um, the Hardy Boys would on Hulu would have some sort of crossover in it, but it's also set in different time periods. So it'd be kind yeah, of hard. That would time, be like flash is easy in legends because time travel happens all the time. Right. Not, not so much on these shows. Yeah. Cause we never had any time travel on well, pretty much anything else no. except for flash, flash and flash and legends. Well, and arrow. When the, did we have it on arrow? The daughter came back to the past. Oh, that's right. Yeah. The, 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 yeah. Yeah, I was thinking mainly just the fact that other uh, than that other than the final season there wasn't any. Yeah, because the only other time that we really and if you count the crossover this the crossover that pretty much led to the beginning of Legends, but I think that was the flash episode of that one that had the time travel. Probably. So yeah, I think that's everything for Painkiller. I believe so, yes. On to the next. Yep. Okay, so now on to Flash and Supergirl. Flash, yes. This one this starts with uh, Barry having breakfast with the Speed Force. Yes. In Iris, and his powers are kind of acting up. Every It seems to me every time he's around the, well, quote, Speed Force, who we, who we assume is the Speed Force, mm-hmm. which we've, we've talked about that. Yes. We think that Speed Force is really the main villain for this year. Because mm-hmm. I don't think it's really the Speed Force. Right. It's something else disguised. Yeah. But anyway, so that could be attributed why his powers are acting up every time it's around. Mm-hmm. So, um, meanwhile, there's this uh, metahuman going around posing as Killer Frost and trying to steal some sort of uh, microchip and like and kill somebody. Which, technically, since he mainly just well, built... Well, not really metahuman. Yeah, I was going to say, mainly since he just built well, tech to copy well, her powers. At, at this point, we don't know who it is. So well, true. They think it's Frost. They think it's the sign of her. It's they think it's a metahuman doing it. With, yeah, with frozen with powers like Frost. Because we don't. Because I don't know if we covered this in the previous episode, but there's an arrest warrant out for Frost. Right. Yeah. So she's getting blamed for this. It's, it's you know looks like her doing because well it mimics her powers. So mm-hmm. 
So she's thinking, no, I didn't do this. So she's out to find out who really did it. Well, she goes to a bar and one of her friends is, who's a bartender there, they, you know, start talking, eventually realizes that the guy behind the bar is the one doing it. He stole the microchip. He's got these special gloves who can mimic frost powers. And now he's the one behind all this who he calls himself Chilblane. Yes. Chilblane. Which before she finds out that he's the person doing this, I think she ended up getting a bit of a crush on him. Yeah. So the, and even when they're fighting, she kind of like kind of stop in the middle and like, are they going to kiss? <laughs> I mean, there was the one point that she got a little excited from him taking her shirt off. Yeah. So yeah, he ends up being the one doing all this, and so she, he's like about to get the upper hand, and she stabs him. Mm-hmm. And wow, before he's about to die, Barry rushes in and you know banishes him up and everything. Yeah, because the one thing that he doesn't have that Frost has is, of course, ice healing. Yeah, right. So she, well, well, wounded, she can heal with her ice healing. This mm-hmm. guy, since he's not a metahuman, he just has his little devices, gloves. He right. Can. So he. You know, he's very injured and then but in the fight and before Frost has recorded his uh, confession on tape. So now she's going to present that to the police showing that she's innocent, but she's still guilty of doing a lot of other bad things mm-hmm. be- and beforehand. So she's <clears throat> she volunteers to turn herself in to show that she's kind of really turned a corner. and She's not evil anymore. So she wants to pay for her past crimes. Right. So she decides to give herself up and get arrested for those other crimes. But murder will not be one of them. Mm-hmm. So she has actually never really killed anybody, despite her name being Killer Frost. Right. So she, yeah, so she's going away for a while. So now we'll just have regular old Caitlin Snow being the only one of the two now. With yeah. No powers, nothing. So it'll just be her. Yeah, which the trial for Killer Frost won't happen until May 3rd. Right, that's our next episode. So... We've got a few weeks to wait before we find out what happens yeah. with all that. But the bad thing is, is just the fact that, I mean, yes, Killer Frost has been blamed for kidnapping, attempted murder, mm-hmm. which but those were against Julian, who won't even be able to testify because he's not on the show anymore. That's true. And it's just, yeah, she hasn't killed anyone, mm. but still, these are more, what, minor misdemeanors, more or less? Uh, I think attempted murder is a felony. Well, that one is, <laughs> but the other... Kidnapping, I think, is also a felony. <laughs> so... I mean, if, like a speeding ticket. I mean, if she has one of those, they'll just wipe that off. Right. <laughs> yeah, so she, she'll she be up. I don't know how long she's going to get. Well, we'll find out during her trial, mm-hmm. if, if she even gets any jail time. I mean, I'm predicting that they might reward good behavior and just do like some sort of like community service or something. Right. I don't know. Cause I mean, we even had the point of Chill Blaine actually framing Caitlin because he's really the only person that knew that Caitlin and Frost were once right. the same person. Same, right. So now she's, yeah. So we'll see what happens there. And then at the end of the episode, um, you know, they, they kind of, they're starting, I think they're starting to question the speed force, but there's still, you know, one to work together to destroy the other forces. Right. So I think they're starting to, you know, realize things. Something's not, it's different than the original Speed Force. Yeah, because like we, like it was mentioned within the episode, having the Speed Force around and when it's near Barry, most of the time his powers are glitching, but also it's sort of like a 
portable charger, yeah. more or less. But too much power from what we've seen. Not good. The one thing I loved about this episode, though, the Power Rangers reference. Yes, they were talking about, yes, good Power Rangers reference. Yeah, they call themselves, what, the Forensic Power Rangers? Yeah. And Nora sort of like Zordon? Yeah, Zordon. Even though Zordon has a bigger head, but hmm. yeah. <laughs> so, which, honestly, if we go back to the episode, well, the previous episode in the 90s, that year actually would have been the final year that Zordon was a character on Power Rangers. When? Power Rangers in Space. That's right. That's right, yeah. At the end of, the, at the end of that, he was destroyed in his good good nature, like wiped across the universe, eradic eradicating all evil. But then again, we still had Power Rangers seasons after right. that. <laughs> yeah. So, which always kind of made me think of how. Because yeah. Zordon wiped out all evil then, but... If you think about it, Power Rangers have now become like a multiverse thing. Mm -hmm. So maybe he wiped out all evil in that universe. But in other universes, they're still evil. Although, the wasn't Dino Charge set in our universe? Because Tommy was in it. Um, You mean Dino Thunder? Was it Dino Thunder? The one Tommy was in. Yeah, that was Dino Thunder. So I would think that would still be set in this universe that evil was supposed to be wiped out on. Yeah, it was our universe. Which is... Probably the only one so far. Every other one seems to have their own universe. I think so, because... Yes, and... Well, no. Megaforce and Super Megaforce. Are they? Because it's theorized that Megaforce was set in Angel Grove. Mm. And not only that, but Gosei, the mentor, mm -hmm. was mentored by Zordon. Mm. Okay. So... So evidently... He didn't get all the evil. There were still some far corners he must have reached. Well, yeah, because that makes me wonder. I can understand... Now, in Lost Galaxy, I can understand villains in the Lost Galaxy mm -hmm. still being around. But Trakina and Scorpius? Oh. Yeah, so... Unless they were in a galaxy that his good couldn't reach. It must have been. So... Yeah, that's the only thing I can think on that. But... Yeah, so like we said, May 3rd is the next episode. Wait, is it May 3rd or May 4th? Eh, let me have a look. I think it's May 4th, because May 2nd... I have a calendar in my pocket. <laughs> yeah, because May 2nd is a Sunday when... Yeah, May 4th, that's Tuesday. Okay. May the 4th be with you, even though I've never seen Star Wars. Yes. <laughs> and May 2nd, of course, Legends comes back. Mm -hmm. And I'll go ahead and mention this now, because I think this is what's going to happen... But once Superman and Lois comes back on May 18, I feel that Supergirl will probably go on hiatus until Super Superman and Lois finish their season, which I believe at this point has 11 more episodes. Because I think they were updated to 16 episodes, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they got a lot to cram in there since they had nothing on in the fall. Yes. So, if anything, that would take Superman and Lois to... Late July, mm -hmm. which would mean Supergirl, which there's really no issue there because nothing on in the summer, and yeah. And also, it's Supergirl's final season, yeah, there's no rush to start production next season, right? So, if anything, I would say Supergirl, Supergirl, and Stargirl will be on that'll be a good pairing on a night, yeah. It would the summer because Supergirl, if they end up coming back after Superman Lois finished their season, that would be that would pretty much give us August. To probably maybe early October. Mm -hmm. Until so, the shows start back up. Right. So, yeah, if we have that pairing going into... That actually works out really well. Yeah. 
we'll we see. had something yeah. all the way through. Yeah. So now, speaking of Supergirl, mm-hmm. we mainly, pretty much, we start up where last season or last season, last episode left off with they had just taken down the phantoms that came through the portal. Yep. And then, but one phantom didn't make it back through the portal. Yeah, it was infected inside the vampire guy. Yes, which he eventually became a van- became a phantom. Yeah. But mainly, while Supergirl is still in the phantom zone with her father, they get ambushed by just other victims of the phantom zone, yeah. more or less. And they, well, Supergirl mainly gets saved by this princess. Who I honestly don't trust. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out what her name was. And yes, this is pretty much a staple of. Yeah, we don't remember names. Yes. But, um. Okay. Ah. I'm almost thinking that she might be related to Mixus Pitalik. Yeah, don't you remember they mentioned that in the episode? I did not catch that. Yeah, they talked about him. <laughs> okay. She's a fifth dimensional imp. Okay, is, and that's, and that's what Mixie right. is as and well. Kara oh, uh, says, oh, you know uh, Mixie, and she, oh, yeah, yeah. So, okay. They, yeah, they, yeah, that was in the episode. You must have missed that one. Yeah, I did miss that. Yeah. So, anywho. So, yeah, and with if we know anything from Mixie from his first appearance all the way to the 100th episode when he took Kara more, more or less through a clip show, mm-hmm. I don't trust her. Yeah. Because just her powers and just how easily she got those shackles off while while Kara was asleep. Yeah. Yeah. I don't trust her. <laughs> so, mainly while that's going on in the Phantom Zone, Jean, Alex, Brainy, and even Lena eventually, and Nia are all working on trying to figure out some way to keep the phantoms at bay yeah because they keep it's like a disease that just keeps spreading mm-hmm. and once somebody gets infected which sounds awfully familiar yeah somebody gets infected the disease spreading yeah. which actually this does remind me of an episode of power rangers in space it was actually when darkonda came in the brilliant bug he infected carlos who in turn infected cassie and they both became brilliant bugs mm-hmm. and there was only one main cure but still so, from getting infected, of course, you end up becoming a phantom. And does it depend on how fast the infection is to how quickly you end up turning? I guess so. Because I think he was... Well, it's he first his temperature started dropping, and then he eventually went into pretty much seizure, Ooh. mostly. So, Magan ends up going to see if she can fight off the phantoms, and she, in turn, also gets infected. So, they get her back to, what is this, mainly just a bunker, more or less? It's their lair now. (laughs) And they're trying to figure out some way. They figure at least a Martian blood transfusion to at least slow the infection. And then they realize from when they did the whole bonding thing to destroy the satellites, there's pretty much a copy of Magan's soul inside Jean. Yeah. So from that, they use that to they use a pretty much a Martian ritual to 
infuse that co- the copy of the soul, which in turn ends up being a cure. Yeah. Which apparently that only works if you actually have a copy of your soul inside someone else. <laughs> but yeah, she's been cured, and now are all the phantoms just in the phantom zone now? Are they still in that little prison, or did they get sent back? I know. I think it was only the leader that portaled himself out. Yeah. But all the others, I believe, are in the prison. In this little prison they created. Yeah. And there was also mention, of course, of Lena and Lex mainly being in a battle over Luther Corp. Yeah. Which, in turn, Lena pretty much had a firewall set up that locked Lex out of everything. Mm-hmm. Then he didn't really fight back much on that. And then she donated all his money to mm-hmm. Children's Hospital. And he blew it up. Yes. <laughs> and then eventually Lena just leaves Luther Corp. Yeah. So she is pretty much now joined Team Supergirl, yeah. more or less. Even though Supergirl's not there currently. Yeah. So, yeah, it's still mainly just trying to figure out how to get Kara back. Mm-hmm. And also, thanks to the princess's magic, they saved Supergirl's father. Yeah. And again, I don't trust her. Yeah. But that's for another day. Yeah. So I think that's everything for Supergirl. I believe so. So... Now I'd like to take a short break from the podcast to pretty much give you guys a chance to help us. With a small or large donation every month, you can help us to keep on bringing this podcast to you every week. Now, yes, we have minorly working equipment right now, still recording from what we pretty much were to begin with, except for a different different computer. But one thing that we'd still also like to invest in is camera for live streaming or even just some stuff to upgrade the podcast itself. And like I've said before with live streaming is pretty much not just to make it about us, but to make it about you, the audience as well. So if you want to show some support for the podcast, the way to make that donation is in the description of the podcast. So now we have Nancy Drew and Walker. Yes, Nancy, which the uh, previous episode ended with uh, the Grant, the guy, the cook at the claw, coming to Ace and saying, I'm your brother, and we are in trouble. So, of course, this picks up right after there with um, finding out how his brother, is. they share a father, different mothers. Right. So the his Grant, the brother's mother, is in witness protection because she stumbled upon a uh, list or some where she worked at was some shady stuff going on with this company, and she kind of figured it out, and she saw a list of the people that were, you know, a hit list, in other words, of people mm-hmm. who were going to be killed. So she went to witness protection to protect herself because she was going to expose all of this. Well, now Grant needs help from the Drew crew to uh, help with the this all this list of people here and try to stop the people from being killed, but he can't crack the code. So he needs Ace's help. Well, they figure this code's on this old gaming system. And when they try to, they, they, so there's a code and they, so they, they need to finally tell um, Ace's dad about all this. And when he first, when Grant first meets 
Ace's dad, he's kind of like, who, who's this guy? He's just kind of, he wants to tell him, but he doesn't. Right. So, you know, he, so he, he misses his opportunity there. But then he, you know, really, okay, we got to tell him. So they finally tell his dad. His dad, you know, it's become the, oh, my God, my son. You're my son. All this, you know. And and finally it gives him, like, a, uh, a date that was it when the picture was taken. I believe so, the, the, which would have been August thirteenth, nineteen ninety-eight. The picture that where that split that, that we've seen before that's uh, ripped in half of the two of them, mm-hmm. and so they put in the date and it works, and then it comes up with the list. Well, in doing so, this guy, this hitman, comes after them and kidnaps Ace and has him like strung up over this um, on this old warehouse, you know, going to plummet to his death if he doesn't give him the list. Well, they. And you know, Ace like don't don't risk all these people's lives over me, and but they ended up giving in and giving the guy the list and saving Ace's life. So he takes off with the list of people that need that the hit list, but at least everybody else remains safe. Mm-hmm. And then now his uh, now Grant the brother at the end goes also also goes into witness protection because now he's in on all this too. So with he'll be with his mother, but they'll both be safe, which. There was a little bit of backlash from this as well, because when Ace was first kidnapped, Nancy called in a favor from Brian Hudson's mother. Yeah. Which, in turn, Nancy had to pretty much amend her statement, which would have put Everett Hudson away for a long time. Yeah. So she, her exact words were, what, I was confused. Yeah, it was I, a stressful time. So, and yeah. I feel that he was not involved in the murder of all those who, people on the ship. Yes. So now, so with her statement, which was pretty much like the testimonial statement, was now being recanted. There's a good chance he could get off, but at the same time, uh, Nancy's, or that he won't find out that Nancy's his daughter too. Right. So he'll because she'll have been sure been put to, been killed if mm-hmm. if he had found out. But there is one thing that may possibly still put Everett away. Because if you remember, Nick had gotten a statement from one other person, which brought up forms that Ryan had signed and Mm. not read. And then some of them also being ones that were pretty much forgeries. Mainly, he was just told to sign them and don't read them. Yeah. Yeah, so... But... Also, there's really no telling exactly what's going to happen from all that. Yeah. So. And it looks like, see, another, this, there wasn't any, any sort of supernatural element to this episode. But no. I think next week there was, from what in the previews we saw. Yeah, from what next week's episode looks like, definitely. Yeah. Which I like the supernatural element because, you know, it's, it fills that supernatural sh- void. That, yeah. <laughs> so it, it's, yeah. So. And is that everything for for Nancy Drew? I believe so. All right, so on to the next. On to the next. Makes me this supernatural even more. Yeah. Okay, so, no, we do not have any supernatural to cover. 
So you, you want to explain why we played Carry On? <laughs> well, this episode of Walker did at least have a little bit of reference to Supernatural. Oh. Very small reference, mm-hmm. but first the synopsis. So Walker and Captain James investigate a high-stakes poker game where one of the players may have information on Emily's killer, but things take a turn when Jerry shows up. Jerry? She was the bar owner. That's right. I, again, names. <laughs> so, now the main reason for playing Carry On Wayward Son, when, well, Walker, of course, now knows that Captain James and Liam have been pretty much on a manhunt for uh, Emily's actual killer right. because Carlos Mendoza ended up being innocent. Right. So he was released from prison on this episode. So after Walker goes to his family and explains all this, Stella, his daughter, says, so you're going hunting. <laughs> yes. So, of course, back in Supernatural, it was the family business, but this time saving, around... Saving people hunting things. Yes. So, so mainly... Yeah, the hunt- I, I didn't catch that. Like I knew before we watched that you didn't mention that there was a, a reference. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to keep an eye out for it. Right. But right over <laughs> my head. Didn't even pay. I'm like, at the, at, the end of when the, at the end, I'm like, okay, when's this reference coming? <laughs> and the episode ended, I'm like, what? I didn't say hear anything. Like, okay, yeah. Yeah, the I, you're going hunting I, I, part was yeah, the only... I, I didn't catch it at the time. But. So that was the reason for playing a little bit of K- Carry On Wayward Son. K-Y, <laughs> K-Y Jelly, my Wayward Son. <laughs> but, anywho, so they do go to stake out a poker game. Jerry, the bartender, shows up, and she's been MIA for, yeah. what, a few episodes? Yeah, she's been gone for a while. So she goes in... Well, she doesn't go in yet because yeah, they stop her out before she goes in right what are you doing here yeah and which captain james told him not to mm-hmm. not to what's the word interfere Inter- yeah interfere intercept whatever the word is but, but yeah he didn't listen yeah but she eventually goes in yeah, well, she, but the reason she's there is she owes money to right them. so she's like i had nothing to do with the death with her death i you know i i was there i closed her eyes but i was not responsible but she's here because she owes money to mm-hmm. this this uh, gang. Yeah, because we have Oswald, who was part of the gang that came to the soccer, soccer came yeah. to the soccer field. Yeah. And then we also have just a few other people whose names we are never told. Yeah. So that's one point where we don't have to remember names. Names were never told. That's my kind of show. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, so she goes because of owing money. Then she gets in on the game. And she's also wired with a camera. Yeah. And Oswald mentions the fact of the bar being sold. Yeah. And she's not like, allowed to sell it. Well, he says she's not allowed to, yeah. and especially to Walker. Right. Who technically she's already sold it, more yeah. or less. But yeah, so eventually Walker and James come in as well after her cover's blown. Yeah. And one thing that Walker mentions is it pretty much takes only about two and a half minutes for the rest mm-hmm. of the Rangers to pretty much yeah. show up. So they're, yeah, they have this little standoff, and then about two minutes later, all the rest of them come in. So it forces them to surrender. Yeah, especially with the fact that Oswald is about to kill Jerry. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so they end up pretty much all get arrested, and then... The one chick who is pretty much pleading to be released. Yeah, she's, she, she's nothing to do with this. Yeah, she says about Oswald. Then Oswald gives his testimony, which his alibi checks out. Yeah. So then they're while she's in the 
getting something inside the uh, the warehouse, Walker realizes she was there that night. Yeah. From the, the lighter, flipping the lighter. And all of a sudden, she starts shooting at him. Yeah. So now she'll, oh, wow, she's the bad person here. So now they're going after her. Right. And then eventually, now Walker, once they catch her, he wants to kill her, mainly yeah. because she's... She's the one who killed um, Emily. Right. She was on... Emily was trying to give water to these refugees while mm-hmm. on these this gang's land. And since she was trespassing, this girl killed her because she was in the wrong place at the wrong time. Yeah, and then Captain James says, if you do this, this is something you can't go back right. from. It's, yeah. Well, Walker lowers his gun, and Jerry kills her. Jerry kills her. <laughs> <laughs> so now it's pretty much something she can never come back from. Yeah. So is everything pretty much solved on that now, then? I, would, I mean, she admitted to killing him. She yeah, but then... Her. She was killed, yeah. so... Uh, so she, she, I mean, yeah, she doesn't get her day in court, but then now they know, well, they know that they're the real killer's dead. Right. So, yeah, because then it ends with them, like her, like you said, Jerry was uh, contemplating, like, does it ever get easier taking someone's life? You know, he's like, oh, yeah, with time. And then they, they kissed at the end. So yes. now they're <laughs> going to be in a new love interest <laughs> with each other now. Yeah, which we, of course, see another ghost of Emily at the end. Yeah, at the table there. Yeah, which... Mouthing, I love you, too. See, what I was thinking the reference would be like um, when he was looking at her, like past the family, and the family's like, What do you do? Do you look like you've seen a ghost? And it'd be like, It's not the first time. <laughs> that would have been a good supernatural reference. Yes, it would have. Not the first time I've seen a ghost. But for me, it was mainly just the fact of the whole yeah. hunting. I, know. Thing. I was really hoping that they were like, Oh, so it looks like you're seeing a ghost. Yeah, it's not the first mm-hmm. time. But still hoping for, at some point, Jensen being... In the show. Yeah, yes. That would be really good. Yeah, because, I mean, Jensen and Jared Reunited. back together again. <laughs> Even though it's only it's only been a year. Yeah. Well, half a year. Yeah. So it's supposed to be a year in May. Well, I think Boys Season 3 is supposed to premiere before too long. Yeah. Which would have... Which is where... Jensen is right now. And then he's also that. got voicing Batman in the animated. next animated Batman movie. Not as good as live action, no. but then again, right now, I don't think, unless they give him a live action role in Batman, right now, I don't think anyone can stand up to Christian Bale's performance. <laughs> yeah. Was, I know Ben Affleck was, eh. and then now Robert Pattinson, I'm really like, Ugh. well, honestly, and I know I've said this before, I'm actually looking forward to seeing what kind of spin he puts on it. Because yeah. they're looking at a younger Batman, new Batsuit, which I've seen some clips of it. And the Batsuit, just in general, looks really nice. So is this going to be an origin movie? I'm or, that, the, or does he just have his powers automatically? I think it's going to be more of a he's already been... I want to say it may be sort of a between where Gotham ended into his early years as Batman. Because okay. as we saw from um, Ben Affleck's Batman, he's an older Batman. So right. He's kind of like semi-retired. But... So, you know, this was the complete opposite. Now it's young Batman who, if we, if it's, you know, somewhat... He's already somewhat experienced, but mm-hmm. he's still young. But the only thing that I'm questioning is if this goes over well, how is that spin going to be put on the next Justice League? I know, because, yeah... What we've seen in the Justice League is obviously with Ben Affleck being Batman. Well, mm-hmm. you're going to have a a t- different person playing Batman, but everybody else is still cast the same. Because yeah, yeah. So it makes me wonder: like, is Henry Cavill still playing Superman? 
I haven't heard anything, but I want to, unless we've heard any confirmation, which I haven't, hmm. I don't know. Yeah, so it'll, it'll be strange how they how they work in this Batman with the, uh, if they, the current Justice League stays as it is, mm -hmm. will they just have him in there and pretend like nothing has changed? Like, oh, it's still him, don't worry. Like, yeah, no, we can see clearly that's Yeah, not because Ezra Miller, with the fact of the Flash solo movie, I know Ben Affleck is supposed to have a cameo in it. But we're mainly also going to see Michael Keaton's 1980s yeah. Batman. Because with it being Flashpoint, instead of what we had with any other versions of Flashpoint we've seen, this is pretty much more of the 1980s Batman being the protector of the city. Mm. Whereas in the animated, we have Thomas Wayne... In the comics, we have Thomas Wayne, and in Flashpoint that we had in Flash Season 3, it was mainly just more of just what happened after he saved his mother, yeah. more or less. I mean, it really didn't do much of Flashpoint compared to what we've seen from other versions of it. So... Anyway, we're, we got off topic. <laughs> yes, we did. So, mainly... Yeah, from Walker, as far as we can tell, things are case closed. Emily Murder. Yeah. yeah, and I'm guessing Liam is going to run for governor. governor. Yeah. So, how's that going to work if we have a Walker that's pretty much... Well, we'll have Walker, Texas Ranger, obviously, yeah. but... Which, so far, he hasn't heard anyone else that he was close to. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> just fighting his family. Yeah. Because Liam, I think, was the first one they beat up on. Yeah. So, yeah, it's pretty much... He'll be able to beat him up if he's the governor. Well, right. Protection. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, and Walker actually won't be back until May 6th. Yeah. So, so a little show going on a hiatus. Yeah, so that's going to be two shows that we won't have for a few weeks. I know. After... There's a new episode of that one tomorrow. But after yeah. next week, there's not. Okay. So, it looks like... Yeah, I, and... I don't know how long it'll be off, too. Okay. So who knows? Yeah, I think they're trying to get a sort of break, I guess, for everybody. <laughs> well, I mean, this technically would be mid-season for most of them. Yeah. And then, of course, when the few shows come back, we'll also have the addition of Legends. Right. So, which would it be on Sunday night? That's going to be odd. So, I think that's everything for Walker. Yep. All right. Yeah. So now on to these past two episodes of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah, the one. Two weeks ago, as picks up after the uh, previous one, where we see uh, Io, the member of the Wakanda's, you know, army, mm -hmm. there to, to uh, take Zemo. Well, Barnes says, you know, she gives Barn Buggy eight hours to uh, to use him before the, the Wakandans take him. So, um, because Zemo killed their king, and now they want to get him, you know, put him in their prisons, I guess. I don't know, but so um, anyway, the the girl Morgenthau is her name, Carly Morgenthau. Yeah, Carly Morgenthau, the leader of the the uh, Flag Smashers, is at a uh, funeral for her adopted mother. So that's a good time. They figure she'll, they know she'll be there, so that's where they can go and intercept her. Well, the when they get there, they they talk to her, but um, uh, oh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Captain Walker, Walker, more or less, is more. <laughs> Who's kind of impatient and just comes in. It's all right. Using enough enough of this, where you know we'll do this my way. 
so they have a little fight and then um while zemo he's trying to destroy uh, most of the serum the super soldier serum the uh, walker takes the vial and puts it in his pocket so they uh when they come back for um uh, zemo walker doesn't hand him over to the wakandans and then another fight ensues which at that during this fight uh, walker's partner gets killed and of course walker is, has have take, has took the serum so now he's got special abilities and his temper has been just enraged now because he saw his you know his best friend get killed so he runs out after them after the flag smashers and tracks down one and has, you know, throws him down on this fountain and you know the guy's like i didn't do it i didn't do it. you got the wrong guy he doesn't listen and, and he just smashes his head in with his shield yeah and then the end at the episode in the end of the episode says uh walker standing there with blood on his shield and we also see that everyone that's in the vicinity have their phones out yeah, they're recording it so yeah it, now the world has just witnessed captain america murdering somebody yes who is, we know isn't the one that killed him it was the carly accidentally killed lamar it, yeah so this guy obviously didn't do it. So he he was murdered for no reason. Right. So now the world sees now the all it went viral. Now the whole world sees how Captain America is not the Captain America that everybody once knew. Right. Which there's actually a there's actually a rumor out that Steve Rogers could make a cameo in the season finale as an old man. That's what I'm guessing. That's where he is now. But the thing is. From what I'm guessing, unless it's, I would almost think he's dead at this point, though. Depending on how old he is. Yeah, yeah but then again, with the super so with the with the super yeah. soldier serum. I mean, yeah. I know that in the comics he gets revived and brainwashed as a, an agent for Hydra. Yeah, but so mainly from that episode, it's mainly more of. Still, just what we've been looking at previously with going after the flag smashers mm -hmm. and everything like that. Just at this point, we now just have pretty much the blood of an innocent man on Cap's shield. hands yep. and shield. So, I guess that actually takes us to the next episode mm -hmm. titled Truth, where mainly Zemo, Bucky, Sam, Cap, and all Carly and Carly as well. Pretty much go on with pretty much what with well count their losses yada yada yada. Zemo actually is at the grave of his parents that he goes to. I think so. And is mainly there. Bucky finds him. He's going to kill him, mm -hmm. but then hands him over to the Wakandans. The yeah. So that is mainly squared away now. Yeah, it's into him. <laughs> Sam goes back to, well, he actually takes the shield and goes to Isaiah's first. The first super soldier. Right. And they have their own little talk, mm -hmm. which I don't think anything really came of that talk much, well, except he said that um, that they wouldn't allow a black man to be the first Captain America. Right. Captain America. And so that's why they kind of hit him away mm -hmm. because they wanted the white guy to be Captain America. But, right. And now he, he says to, uh, cause now, um, um, uh, Falcon. Yeah. His name is <laughs> Sam, Sam. So, so was supposed to take over the helm of Captain America, but then the, the guy says, you know, 
and I am a self-respecting black man wouldn't take over the role of him. So now he's like, oh, okay. So yeah, and also back in Endgame when he and um Steve had that conversation, and Steve asked, "How's it feel?" And Sam says, "It feels like it belongs to someone else." Yeah. But yeah, so after that conversation, he goes back to his sisters and. They're pretty much just fixing up the boat and everything. Mm. And Bucky shows up with very little intel, mm. but they pretty much converse. And eventually we get the iconic scene that's hyped up uh, Falcon Winter Soldier for so long, the shield getting thrown into a tree. Yeah. yeah, he's doing his training. So evidently he's deciding to pick up the helm of Captain America. So he's trained. So he eventually starts training with it to where he can actually handle the shield. Because right. we have some points when he ducks when yeah. it. Got, it takes him getting used to. Right. Especially with it being vibranium and everything. Right. So he finally gets the hang of the shield. And at the very end. Well, also, we didn't even mention the fact that. John Walker's helm of being Cap well, has right. been yeah. taken away. Yeah, after, of course, after everybody have seen the video, he gets discharged from the military dishonorably. His uh, um, his role of Captain America is stripped, and everything from him is stripped for that. And then, also, we didn't mention that um, Falcon's um, wings got ripped off by Captain America right. in their fight when they because they tried to fight. They all fought each other, the mm-hmm. three of them, with and- um, you know eventually getting the better of Captain America and breaking his arm. Yeah, and that's how Sam eventually obtained the shield. Yeah. So, back to his training, he finally gets the hang of the shield, and he and Bucky also talk and finally decide to work together again to finish up what they started. Stopping the Flag Smashers. Right. And... At the very end, we see Sam with a briefcase, and I can only—I have a very good guess of what's in that briefcase. I mean, it's, a, it's around the briefcase. So I wonder what's in it. <laughs> well, I'd have to say the Captain America suit. Uh-huh. I mean, there's well, that one, but he also carried like a round one too with the that had the shield in yeah. it. But yeah, his other one, yeah, because you don't see what's in it. Right, it's the cap. You know, it's the Captain America suit. Yeah, so, this final episode, you know, he's going to. Be wearing the suit, yeah, because it was even said that he was at, he was finally going to take up the helm as yeah. cap at the end of this yeah. so, season. So yeah, next episode we'll, we'll hopefully, well, I know we will see him with the Captain America suit on. Yeah, him. and then not only fighting the fact, <laughs> <laughs> uh, smashers, the mid credit scene shows uh, Walker building his own shield that with uh, scrap metal and um, some of his metals from his war. Mm-hmm. So now they're going to have to deal with him coming back for the, the, the shield too. Now the only thing is though, if he's building a new shield, it's not going to be able to stand up to capture. No, no. It, it's scrap metal. So yeah. It's, it, it was, I mean, one hit theoretically would destroy it from, exactly. from the actual shield. Right. So... I don't see him being much of a threat. Yeah, because, <laughs> because I think I think with one hit and the shield will fall apart, and he'll be like, "Well, uh, you got to rely on his, his super soldier serum now." Yeah, because this this replicated serum, at least from how we saw him react to Lamar's death, there are still some imperfections yeah. to that serum. Is it? Yeah, because with the original serum, you don't have that you know rage, but with this version of it, you do. Now, what I would like to see, and I know this was really only mentioned in the 
Spider-Man animated series. But the Super Soldier Serum, there's only one other person at this point may still be alive that knew it. And that was a villain by the name of the cat, who was actually the father of Felicia Hardy, who eventually becomes the black cat. Mm. The super, that super soldier serum is replicated perfectly and is pretty much what creates Felicia Hardy as the black cat. Mm. So I would like to actually see that come into play at some point, even if it's not necessarily in a series, just because it shows that the super soldier serum can be perfectly replicated yeah. without any of the imperfections like we're seeing. No. Right. Yeah. Especially because the guy that was creating the replicating serum is dead now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <He's> dead. <laughs> so it's mainly just the fact that, yeah, John Walker is mainly just wanting revenge for the fact of taking the shield. Away. Right. And we also have the fact that the Flag Smashers did recruit the Frenchman's gang that we saw at the beginning of the season, beginning of the series. Mm. And yeah, he just wanted to take on Falcon, who technically won't be Falcon anymore. Yeah, yeah. And then she sends out a ping and a whistle that pretty much brainwashes everyone. Carly did? Yeah, seems to be. Because, yeah, at the end there, everybody just comes flocking over to her. Like, yeah. Yeah, not only that, but then we had that whole power glitch and the. Yeah. What was it? The U.S. Embassy or whatnot, if so, anything? Something like that. So. It's going to be interesting to see what this season finale entails and how it'll lead into some of the rest, some of the upcomings for Marvel phase four and even phase five. Yeah. So I think that's everything. I believe so. Yeah. So next week we have, let's see, Batwoman, Black Lightning, Supergirl, Nancy Drew. And then talking Winter Soldier. So that's it. Five. Yeah. So yeah, next Saturday record. Um, I work next Saturday. Sunday. <laughs> I'll have to look at my schedule and okay. see. So sometime. Because depending on what my work schedule is, we may have to say Falcon Winter Soldier for the following week. Right, so then we have four. Yeah. Next week, if but we, yeah. we do it on Friday. Yeah. If there's any update to what we just told you, I'll post it on the Hero Realm group page. Cool. So that's everything for this week. So as we always say, keep your eyes peeled, your ears open, and stay heroic. Bye. Bye.